Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I am Jake. I did say it in sort of a sing-songy way, didn't I? I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Everyone, it's later than we usually record. It's the wrong day. Sky is lost it. He had a whole soda. Uh, <laughs> also, I edited today's episode, or <laughs> the one that went up today, today. Mere moments after the, the most recent episode went up, we're recording another one because we just can't get enough. That's right. And I'm very, I don't know, tired off, of tired, off game. tired of listening to me talk. <laughs> Good news. <laughs> so this fucking reboot. <laughs> reboot? Oh yeah, we're watching Reboot, the uh, Guardian Code. In case you're just joining us on the second to last episode. We're Joyce, but welcome. Hey everyone. There's a dog in the background that I'm sure you can hear. Uh, he switched bones, but I'll I think t- he might switch back. <laughs> I'll try to edit it out, but if you hear a constant gnawing, that's Jake. <laughs> if you hear a louder one, that is, that's always the dog. I love bone marrow. I gotta... <laughs> I gotta get to it. Just love deep them, in there. Love them rawhides. It cleans your teeth. That's why I have such nice teeth. <laughs> Sky, the inter- I had a healthy coat. Sky, the internet didn't work today at work, so I'm really glad to come home and uh, be immersed in the internet again. Yeah, you're watching a show about going into the internet on. I a feel like I'm relearning what uses the internet. I feel like I'm relearning to walk though. <laughs> had to ease myself back into it. Well, this may be the incorrect way to ease yourself yeah. into it. They're but recording anyway. an internet radio show on top of it. <laughs> did you already turn on the subtitles? Yeah. You did. Good I'm very job. good at this. Today. Did you? I'll so anyway. your stupid mug. <laughs> you start the thing, and we open up in the dark web, or it's the, the deep, deep web. web because uh, dark web is trademarked. Is it? No. Okay. I was going to say, how did they do that? If, if they're in a legal society, <laughs> how could they get a legal trademark? And despite being where hexadecimal, hexadecimal and... Uh, other guy are megabyte megabyte i haven't listened to today's episode so i don't remember anyone's names uh <laughs> we have watched what 18 episodes of yeah this? but i always listen to the last episode but right before i record a new one usually. oh okay but we didn't have internet so i couldn't listen to uh, you could download it and listen to it at your leisure yeah you can download that service. if you have the internet um <laughs> you could have done it from home i didn't know there was no internet until i got there and the uh, phone signal there is a very weak. That is a true fact about Hersher, Illinois. Yeah. But anyway, Megabyte and Hexadecimal are not around despite being somewhere in this dark or deep. There is a, a very... dark web. <laughs> Indeed. There's a very specific structure that we saw when they entered the dark web. Deep web. Deep dark web. It's hard. It is, because I don't remember what the real one is. Because the real one is dark web, but this is the deep web. Right. There's just a big, huge, like halo there you know the the war machine from halo it's it's shaped like a ring it's 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 a halo i don't know what you're saying the word halo on repeat but it looks like that there's just a bunch of rings and stuff floating around like in uh big hero 6 when they went into the alternate world um but we're there and there's uh some big war machine looking robots that like are just sucking shit up and smelting it yeah even though this is the deep web, there's still regular people's information going through it. I guess so. I guess that's where your garbage information goes, like I, when it slips away. I maybe I don't know, but yeah, there's like big smelting machines, and we see uh, a memory fallout. Remember how we were like, they totally just left the stupid memory thing behind, and then they like, were like, "Fuck, fuck you guys, guy. yeah, fuck them in their stupid asses." <laughs> 
and then we see one of the uh, binomes see it. He picks it up and he scans it, and then he just throws it onto a different pile of garbage. Yeah, I guess that's like his. Maybe that's. His, forgot to take his collar off. Yep. Maybe that's his like personal collection that he takes home. <laughs> It's going to turn that into art later. Yeah, anytime you find something neat, he puts it in this pile. And like, we see the, these robots picking up other stuff that hasn't been smelted. He, the one picks up what looks like the chip on your on your card. Like a... Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because he, then he scans He's, it, and then we find out that Judy's identity has been stolen. Yeah, somebody bought 52 laptops with her credit card, and it was not flagged because her credit card must suck. Yeah, she must have a real shitty credit card company because she's, like, arguing with them. Yeah. Uh, And they're like, no, this seems like a thing that you would buy based on your purchase history. Remember when you bought those 52 dildos? Uh, No, I bought 51 dildos. I only buy things in 51s. (laughs) I'm Judy. It's my lucky number. Yeah. It's the the amount of money I got when my husband died. (laughs) $51,000. When my husband exploded. Thank you, Jacob. When my husband exploded. I got $51,000. Yeah, but she's yelling into her phone how it was clearly an identity identity thief thing because there's been a lot of identity theft, so much so that the news brought it up, which yeah. is really just a common thing in everyday yeah, life. I, I can attest casual. to how frequently it happens. Yeah, but you always wiggle your way out. Somehow. No matter how many times I steal your identity. But yeah, so the 52 laptops come to a total of $26,000. I'm going to do the math real quick. See if these are nice laptops or not. I'm just, I'm just curious. What is that? How much does that make them then, Sky? That, that's literally what I just said I'm going to figure out. Oh, I thought you were, were... going to look up laptops at that oh. price. They're like only 200. $500 each, so she, they bought a bunch of Chromebooks or some shit. <laughs> yeah, they uh, didn't buy a bunch of Macs. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. And she's like, I'm not going to have to pay this shit, right? I didn't make this charge. And then her card company's like, yeah, you're going to probably have to do that. And then she tells them, I swear I didn't make... They're At this point, if they told you you're going to be held liable... You saying, I swear I didn't make those charges, is not going to help your case at all. Look at how big their cookie jar is. <laughs> and it's full of cookies. Well, there's at least a cookie outline. I bet there's only like 12 cookies in their total, and they have the rest is just full of like packing peanuts or something. No, I bet Vera like eats cookies like a motherfucker. <laughs> well, I mean like the set dressing. There's not oh, yeah, probably, but in, in the canon of the show. Have we look... seen Vera eat? No. Okay. I think... Cookies are essential to the human experience. Absolutely. So, Petting a dog, eating cookies. Cramming uh, too many Oreos in your face is part of being human. Holding in uh, your pee for too long and then feeling really good when you <laughs> go to the bathroom. That's a pretty good one. And learning the cup song and doing raps. <laughs> She's already checked off a couple of those boxes. That's why you'll never be a real boy, Sky, because you can't learn the cup song. <laughs> or rap. Unless you count uh, Wild Wild West. And I do. Here we go. <laughs> we already did that on the oh, podcast yeah. once. We should do Men in Black to nod your head, because that's a pretty good I song. I don't know the words to that song. No, I do. If you ignore... The lyrics are pretty dumb, but the music is good. It sounds really good. Did you watch the new Aladdin trailer? I have not. It is jarring. Just <laughs> everything about it looks kind of neat. <laughs> and uh, like like it fits, and then it's just real jarring to hear Will Smith's voice in the middle of it. <laughs> and him sort of... Uh, not really sing the the I um you never had a friend like me but sort of speak sing it like yeah, Kesha he, he only it, I mean it's only like seconds of it but it just doesn't sound right and it's it's just so clearly Will Smith that it's 
I just can't. I just can't with this man anymore. <laughs> You're in that uncanny valley. Yeah, he's not quite human and it upsets me. Meanwhile, back in our show. Yeah. Uh, Austin hears his mom yelling, so he comes in to ask what's wrong. She's making sure she's not going to take a swing at Vera again. <laughs> Probably. Or he was wondering if she broke up with Mark Rowan. Uh, she explains the situation, and then Vera does the thing where she connects to the internet and uh, spits out a bunch of statistics. Yeah, about about internet identity thievery. Yeah. Judy's blaming herself for this when reality it's like well maybe you just put your card in the wrong gas pump it's not on you ma'am yeah unless you explicitly did something really dumb and some guy like called you and asks quick give me your social and then you did oh you mean like when uh they called my aunt and they were like hey we have to fix something on your computer help us connect to it and she was like okay (laughs) and then they hijacked her computer yep like one of those (laughs) i fell for uh an internet scammeroo like yesterday Oh yeah, not on my personal stuff. Luckily, it was at work. <laughs> but okay. they hacked something and sent an email from the accounts payable lady that said, uh, "Hey, there's a problem with this invoice. We need you to to look at it and sign it. Just sign in, and you'll be able to see it." So, oh, yeah. Uh, but it was from it was from the lady who would send something like that. Uh-huh. So they really did their research. Yeah, and because I had just ordered stuff for the play. Um, and I'm about to get paid from her for the uh, emceeing the show choir competition. So there are several reasons why she would email me like, I have this invoice. And uh, so I put my email and password in and it said it didn't work. So sure. I tried again and I said, well, I'll just go talk to her after lunch. And then my boss like burst on the door and he's like, don't open any emails. <laughs> and I said, what if it's too late? <laughs> Your aggressive warning was a bit late. So. There, uh, there may, may be the reason there was no internet at work. <laughs> Damn it, Jake! I am, I am not directly. There was no internet yet, or part part of the internet was down yesterday too. Yeah. They've been having trouble. But Sounds anyway, like all I'm saying is I relate to old Judy here because I am apparently at an age where I fall for internet scamolas as well. <laughs> I didn't think it could happen to me, and it did. Jake is a cautionary tale. At least it wasn't just like a plain white email that was that said like, uh, "We are Netflix. Please sign in again." Yeah. <laughs> and then he clicked the link in his sign in. Uh, I've been like I've received several emails from, like my friends' names, like, and then they're like, I just have never opened them because no one <laughs> emails in you. my life has yeah. emailed me, uh, because it's not ninety five anymore. Like my anybody who needs my attention will text me. Do you ever get tagged in like weird tweets with like uh it's happened twice where it's just like they tag me and like three other people and they're like, take a look at this and I think there's a link. I don't know. I I have been tagged in stuff like that, but I never really look at the links. If you recall, even when you send me texts with a thing, I usually don't get around to watching it until after you remind me that you sent it. <laughs> that is true. So you're the worst. <laughs> it's a layer of security, Jake. I'm just double checking to make sure it was actually you. <laughs> not it's someone, not me forgetting stuff. Not Will Smith absconding with my phone trying to get you to watch trailers that he's in. <laughs> Correct. But anyway, it's the thesis of this whole thing is it's not necessarily her fault. Do you think he wraps the plot of Aladdin? I hope God, so. God, I hope so. I really I I miss his movie Roundup raps. Have you have you seen the um 
I don't know if they do it anymore, but a couple years ago, all the best picture nominations, someone wrote Will Smith raps to them. Like, <laughs> I know they did Annihilation, nope. which was really funny. There's a lot of woohoos. <laughs> woohoo, woohoo. Neat. I'll find them. I'll send them out, and then I'll remind you to look at them later. Cool. Anyway, so, uh, Austin tells mom that there's a lot of creeps on the internet, and it's not necessarily your fault. And then she goes on to say, I don't have $26,000, so I don't know what we're going to do if I have to pay for this. We'll be destitute and move out of this super modern house. We'll have to sell it back to the real world, and we'll go live in the street or whatever. You're not going to internet college, (laughs) son. You may have to drop out of (laughs) video game high school. We're going to have to sell Vera. (laughs) She thinks she's an exchange student. Um, She thinks she's an exchange student. So Judy thinks that Vera is an exchange student. At some point, exchange students go home. But Vera literally doesn't have anywhere else to go. True. But we also don't know how much time has passed. But at some point, that's going to come... It's been at least three days. At some point, that's going to come to a head. <laughs> at some point, she's going to be like, this is your third Christmas with us, Vera. <laughs> Do you... It's... I mean, I guess Fez was in like 15 seasons of uh, that 70s show, so I, you know, what do I know? Was he an exchange student? I think at first, yeah. Okay. Whatever. And then his delightful racist caricature just won our hearts over, so he stuck around. Sure did. So we cut over to the DIS, and what the fuck was his name? Ted. Ted is sitting at his regular desk now. He's no longer facing the opposite direction yeah, he's sitting with the rest. A, a different computer from last week, so just, you know, chew on that. Yeah, whatever. It seems as though. Maybe the terminals are first come, first serve, and if you fuck up and you're late, you have to stand in the back. There is nothing personal with the about other any late of people. These. That's true. They're just tables with monitors on them. With real nice rounded monitors. Yeah, they're curved for some I don't know reason. what this place like what what this set is, like what what is it supposed to be in real life? Because it's a weird little building with orange walls. Maybe it's like a technical college? It's got that we- weird architecture of a strange college. Yeah, that's true. It could it, it could just be the computer rooms at like a college. That's probably a that would good be the call, easiest yeah. thing to do. Yeah, like we have this uh, state of the art com- smart board. Yeah, state of the art computer lab and uh, multiple coat racks. Yeah, uh, Nance comes up and she starts talking at uh, Ted. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call him Stan. He, she's asking, you know, about the whereabouts of the Guardian code or whatever. And he's got no information because all the kids are outside of the internet. They're all at school. So she walks over to Agent Rowan, who's standing at... (laughs) God damn, that's loud. Or the dog. Yeah. Uh, Uh, You'll learn to tune it out. (laughs) Well, the only reason I'm noticing is because we're recording a thing. Um, And Mark... Even though he has an office. Yeah, he has an office. He's in this uh, the common area with the other people. And look how far back his computer screen is. Like, the corner of the stand is off of the table. <laughs> he likes to spread out and lean forward. I guess so. He needed room for his laptop. What's he looking at there? Security footage, it looks of like. what? I don't know, the parking lot? <laughs> He's just keeping an eye on his Lexus. <laughs> Someone's gotta. Even though he drives, like, an SUV of some sort. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or it could be a Lexus SUV. Right? SVU? SV... No, that's Special Victims. <laughs> sure is. Did I say SVU? You did. Oh. I Damn don't. it. It's the 15 hours of SVU I watch every Saturday. It really <laughs> works its way into my brain. Yeah. And Sounds dog's like... Dog's gonna drip on your computer. Yeah, that's... He's gonna electrocute himself. <laughs> He's gonna also knock over my soda pop. Uh, he's never knocked over a drink yet. He's gonna go back to chewing. Good. 
He was afraid to be too quiet. You just Do you want me to drug him? <laughs> There's not enough time left. It wouldn't take effect until you left. <laughs> uh, so Nance wants to know if Rowan's found anything. He tells her that they didn't get a complete analysis of the code, so it's hard to find. And she's like, well, you know, you've got the Carter code. And so, like, find it. Why didn't you get any information from the Carter family? You're boning down with that one lady, right? Right. Is the is the uh, tech we're looking for not up in her? <laughs> well, yeah. And, and Mark just says, uh, neither of them know anything about this. All they knew was he was a computer science teacher who exploded. Yeah. He is an exploded man. Do you need to go outside? The dog has to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog's a drama queen. So Nance wants the code. Rowan says he doesn't have it. She says, get it from the ki- from the family. And he's like, the family doesn't know anything. And she's like, well, do it or I'll get you transferred from this case. Yeah. Is it good? So I don't have to work with you anymore? <laughs> Is this case that important? I don't know. No one else. We haven't seen a single person care about it other than right. the sorcerer and Nance. The guy that uh, that the sorcerer hacked in the Midwest seemed like he was enjoying his job way more than uh, these people do, because these people have to work with Nance. <laughs> yep. You know what I would like to follow up on is Gary. What's he yeah, up to? What's he doing? Just sitting by the computer waiting for the fucking mainframe to come back on. Yeah. Or presumably it's still on? I I, I genuinely don't know. They turned it on, when, unless they turned it off. You'd think that turning it off would be death to everyone inside, but You'd whatever. you think so, yeah. I mean, I guess your phone doesn't die when you shut it off. Yes, but all the people inside it do. Anyway, uh, we cut back to the room of zero, and Vera has been able to track down the people what scammed Judy. Now, it's spelled trolling, but they keep calling it trawling. Yes. So, do with that what you will. I think a trawler is a thing. I do not know what it is. But I think it's like a deep sea excavation thing. Oh. For, like, gold? For, For James Cameron. My mom was, <laughs> my mom was pretty into what she called Alaska shows, and a lot of people up there are <laughs> panning for gold and stuff. And I think well, a trawler when she called Alaska th- shows because <laughs> they were all set in Alaska. She liked the my show. D- my where... dad also likes. Okay. I think a trawler like sifts through silt and finds gold or some bullshit ah. like that. Uh but uh, Vera has identified where where these people are, and she's telling the kids that they gotta go murder them to death. And yep. Parker's hesitant because like, should, what, shouldn't we not go in the deep web? Yeah, because like, he was isn't like, where people you, get murdered. You told and stuff? us to not to, Vera. And he's trying to be a good pretend boyfriend and listen to uh, to her. Yeah. Even <laughs> though that plot line was completely dropped after we got that little <laughs> bit of resolution, yeah, where he got a little tiny smooch. Uh but Austin's like, fuck that. They screwed around with my mom. That's Mark Rowan's job. Yeah. Uh, we get an establishing shot outside of Alan Turing. We see the sorcerer's completely inconspicuous black truck sitting outside of the school in broad daylight. <laughs> His murder truck. Yeah. Nothing suspicious there. And then we cut inside where he's just walking around with an internet router. I, yeah. I, and that I guess he's using tr- like a divining rod. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like a little internet Tracy majig. Sure. And he got in the school, no problem. No one had any questions for this creepy man right? I... who hasn't washed himself ever. They don't leave Probably. schools unlocked. It's 2019. <laughs> yep. I mean, 
one could argue that he probably had a dealie that opened it electronically. I guess that might be true. But we don't see it happen, so it may not have. And also, he probably ate a cockroach in front of somebody, and nobody had a problem with it. Yeah. But he's walking around in the basement where Room Zero is, and he uses the router to find it. It takes a lot longer for him to do that than it does for me to summarize Yeah, well, it. he's looking around and stuff, and it's beeping and booping. <laughs> uh, but then he sees a wall, and the wall is all like, I a ain't wall. a real wall. <laughs> or am I? No. <laughs> the wall is totally telling him, I'm totally a real wall. Yeah, I guess he pulls the wall, out the wall looks is like a like, belt sander. A wall. It's like a Geiger counter belt sander. And he sticks it on it, on the wall, and he says, this wall isn't a wall. Yeah. We said wall too many times. Well, we're talking about walls, Kai. Indeed. It's our wall cast. But he <laughs> notices that there's some sort of hologram cloaking mechanism. Here's the thing about holograms. Uh, you can't feel them because they're just a trick of the light. Well, Sky, it could be a hard light hologram. You don't you don't know about that. I read X-Men. Yeah, so did whoever wrote this. <laughs> So Judy's got a, or Judy, Vera has a uh, security cam up and she notices that there's some fucking guy touching the wall and she yells at Austin, not Trey, because I feel like if I want a guy punched, I would pick Trey. Right. Because he's tall and he's handsome and he's strong. We've done nothing but establish that his arms are very nice. But also, I mean, is the entire security of this room, like, based on... One wall. Yeah, that wall that, what if you leaned on it or something? Well, I think you need your yeah, cell phone yeah, you to do. get it open. I guess that's true. Um, But still, like, I don't know. It seems like there should be more security measures. Yeah, or maybe another robot for to, like, stab. Or give Vera a gun. <laughs> Which I think has been the answer to all of the problems in this show. A majority of them, yeah. She could have shot that hurricane that almost got started. Exactly. But uh, she calls Austin over instead of Trey, and he comes. He looks at the security window. He's like, oh, fuck, there's some guy out there. So he goes to go fight that guy. He doesn't ask the others to come help. He doesn't even announce to the others he what is happening. He doesn't hesitate, really, it's, which is nice. Well, he's sort of the leader. And, like, Vera do- also doesn't say, hey, there's some guy outside until the kids come run on over. And he's like, it's the sorcerer. How did you know that, Vera? Aside uh, from he'd be the only one looking for you. That is a good question. They've never seen him. Maybe she picked up the signal from his stuff. I don't know. I don't know. But Austin comes popping through the wall. Yeah, he's he's scares absolutely. The f- he scares the fuck out of that guy. <laughs> it's true. Absolutely confirming that that is in fact room zero. Yeah. For one thing, if he was smart, he just would have punched through the wall yes, right into that guy's exactly face. Exactly what he should have done. Or tackled him to the ground or something. Or if Vera had a gun, she could have shot it through the wall. Yeah, because then you could just bring him into the people printer and fuck up his brain some and then send him on his way. Oh, yeah, that's way better than just murdering and then having a dead body to deal with. Yeah. Well, if you have a dead body, you just throw it in the internet and throw it into the like the endless abyss that's everywhere. That is true. Or in that back room that they don't <laughs> use. Oh, that's going to stink up the place. You want to digitize that body and yeah, throw it into true. the endless abyss. But instead, he runs out and grabs the guy by the arm, and the sorcerer turns and faces him. and Snarls. A big snarls snarl. Darth Sidious style. Rawr. And wouldn't you know it, the thing that we call day one of this podcast, <laughs> it's fucking Austin's dad. Because he looks very confused and says, Dad? I thought you exploded. Yeah. <laughs> you know a guy's fucking mom, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell have you been, Dad? I need a hug. And we see him... <laughs> The source of dad uh, has like a little weird face twitch 
for some reason. And then he kind of strikes a, a, a face that looks like a person. And then he calls Austin son. And then he goes back to sneering, growls, and run, runs away. So there's still good in him, I guess. <laughs> there's a person in there somewhere. One what doesn't eat cockroaches and probably wants to brush his teeth. Probably like we cut, we cut to outside where Austin is running after uh, the sorcerer who's running into his uh, his you know murder truck. I refuse to believe that this man who walks like he has arthritis yeah, everywhere got that far ahead of yeah of Austin, a young man. I mean, Austin would have had to stand there stunned for like three minutes. I mean, yeah, sure. You just saw your your dad what exploded walking about. I get being surprised, but also if he started running away, you would probably run after him relatively quickly, demanding answers and that he stop. Uh, and also, the other kids didn't come rushing out nearly fast right. enough. Right. So, Sorcerer gets in his truck and then he drives away, and the rest of the kids meet Austin outside. Um, Do you think this is the first time Vera has had to run as a person? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if she has a PE class as part of her schedule, or if she even goes to class still. Okay, we saw her have a book bag a couple episodes ago. Yeah, but that's also Could have been a cover. Full of cookies. <laughs> it was only full of cookies, just like my book bag. That's right. So Austin, now that they're all in the parking lot, says to his friends, uh, "That was my dad." And Trey's like, "What?" <laughs> but he exploded. To which Austin says, "The sorcerer is my dad," and Vera's like, "Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, man." Which, even after the explanation later, it doesn't really make that much sense. Not really. Not without a, a lot more information. Yeah. <laughs> and Parker's even like, yeah, your dad blew up. <laughs> there was a body. We saw it. I was there for you. We kissed. <laughs> I thought we agreed we were going to talk about that. That's why you like this robot. And then Vera's like, oh, fuck. There's a bioconstructor. Maybe he printed a dead body. Or he made a double, and that was the body you saw. Yeah, I think she says, this is when she, she first brings up the, the log. Like, there, yeah. there's a, a log of things that were printed, and she's only the second thing. There's something first. <laughs> and Parker, you've been printing a lot of stuff. A lot of just vagina. <laughs> I was leaving it ambiguous, but sure. Austin's like, yeah, so he printed a body and faked his death to throw off the DIS. And everybody's like, What? I don't yeah. follow any of that. Yeah, and why would he be a crazy, dirty-toothed man now? <laughs> Everybody's like, so, like, wh- what, what, what do we do now? And at that moment, uh, Mark Rowan texts Parker, or uh, Austin, he's like, I wonder why. And Vera's like, well, maybe it's something about the sorcerer and him being in town. Remember when he almost smashed into you with that truck, like, yesterday or whatever? Yeah. And Austin's like, all right, well, I'm going to go meet him. You guys go into the internet and shoot those people what scammed my mom. And whatever you do, don't fuck it up and make it take longer than it should. (laughs) And Parker offers to come with, uh, but Austin says, no, you do something else. I don't want to see you right now. Parker has not stopped breathing through his mouth since they got outside. He's been breathing through his mouth since he ran in yesterday or last episode. (laughs) All the kids go running back inside and into the internet. Go into the internet. I guess the, uh, the episode is running short because we get a lot of. Uh, <clears throat> How did your episode f- run short when it's when it's just fucking Netflix though? <laughs> I don't know. This did air on TV in Canada. Did it? Yeah, that's where reboots from. It's true. So they hop in the Codex and then they fly off to the deep web. It's so easy for them to get anywhere they need to. They have a fucking spaceship, man. Yeah, I know, but I like, mean, it's a cyber ship. This is supposed to be the deep deep dark web where shit's supposed to be hard to find or whatever. And they just fly straight to it. Yep. 
I know Vera said she found the coordinates, but that's such so easy to say. So they ready the codex to blow that shit up and be done with it. But then uh, they notice that a marble's on it. Somehow. A memory marble. <laughs> and <clears throat> because they think, you know, Austin just saw his dad in real life. They're like, well, maybe there's a clue in there. Let's not blow this thing up. Yeah. Let's all three of us go. Instead yeah. of the one who can turn invisible. So they jump on the the, the deck of uh, one of Jabba's skiffs. <laughs> These things are. And that horrible cackling rat thing is there. His name is Silesius B. Crumbs, guy. I know. Oh, uh, they don't just drop down on the deck. They fly, they fly in into it instead through of through the the vents or whatever, like an know. intake hose. I don't know. This whole then... thing becomes the uh, the uh, droid um, factory in in uh, Attack of the Clones. A little bit, yeah. They all get spit out of the thing, and they're behind a trough, and they see the marble immediately. Uh, and then then. Tam Tam's like, yeah, I can be invisible and go grab that. You guys wait here. I can be the least invisible anyone on TV's ever been while being invisible. (laughs) Clearly, you don't remember a show called The Invisible Man. I don't. It was silly. He worked on a substance they called Quicksilver, and he had a tattoo on his arm that uh, would show how much of it he had left in his system before he went insane with the, The Invisible Madness, or whatever they called it. And he was less invisible than she is when she goes invisible? Uh, sometimes. It was 90s computer graphics. So is this. <laughs> These are marginally better. So she picks it up and throws it in the air, which would have been very conspicuous because all of a sudden there's a fucking floating ball. Right. Yeah. And then she announces to the world of when one man's trash is another's treasure or something. Maybe don't yell things also when you're trying uh, to be sneaky. I don't know. So at that moment, Trey leans against the trough thingy and it moves for some reason, even though before it was a hole in the ship. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the, I don't know, the the crew of this skiff start to attack and they're all afraid of it. They refer to them as pirates at one point. So yeah. these are pirate binomes or whatever. Sure. And they all die real easy. Um, and instead of just, you know, throwing their fly jigs out, they decide to stay and fight. For a reason, I assume there's probably one. There are more. Uh, there are more of those pirates than the amount that captured them at Virus Asylum last episode. <laughs> um, but they don't get captured here. They just keep punching. Yeah. I guess they learned a lesson. I guess you know, keep swinging till they're all dead. Yeah. From this harrowing scene inside the internet, we cut to the place where Rowan asked Austin to meet him. And where is it, Jake? It is his father's grave. It seems extremely uncool that this is their meeting place. We have three. We have three set pieces in this show: <laughs> uh, the DIS, the high school, and uh, Austin's dad's grave, and Austin's house. Four. Oh, sorry. It's four total. Your dog farted, and it's terrible. <laughs> Thanks for blaming it on him. Well, it came this way. Oh yeah, because I don't got it yet. <laughs> You're not a ventriloquist with your farts. You can't throw. Not it. yet. Um, he just farted on you because he likes you. <laughs> Isn't that true? Anyway. That's why I fart on you. Oh, well, in that case. So th- we cut mid-conversation and Austin's already like, so dad's not dead. And Rowan's just like, uh, are you sure? I've been sleeping with his wife, man. He's going <laughs> to be real pissed. 
<laughs> God, I hope he's crazy or something so he doesn't get mad at me. Yeah. Uh, and Rowan asks for an explanation and Austin's like, dude, I fucking know. I was hoping you could tell me. Uh, and Rowan says, yeah, I'm going to help you figure it out. But in the meantime, I also super ratted you out for some reason. Yeah. And so he's just like, oh, by the way, I want you to know I'm sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> he's clearly a very distraught teen. And at this point, he takes out his phone. And he's like, you texted me and I don't know what's happening. And then he's like, oh, uh, for, I'm sorry for what's about to happen. And he grabs him by the lapels and yells in his face, don't tell them anything. Which I feel like was probably very conspicuous. Yeah. It's, no, <laughs> these windows are so tinted that they can't even see out. Yeah, only I mean, only two cars roll up. One's a, an One's a Charger. SUV. And one is a fucking Dodge Charger with DIS printed on the side. Just a little sticker that says DIS. Yeah, and Nance gets out of that one because she's the boss. Mark takes his phone and kind of dips out. And the song Highbrow Low Time starts playing. Yeah, and it which seems is to not be a diegetic. song we're familiar with, but yeah. yeah, it's a weird it's a weird song choice. Yeah. Uh should have been Don't Fear the Reaper by BOC. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But Nance walks up and she's like, uh, Austin Carter, you're coming with us. She doesn't show a badge. She doesn't like have any kind of like warrant or anything. She just abducts a teen. It feels like there needs to be more protocols in here. Yeah. Because the only reason Austin knows that this lady is from a government agency is because fucking Rowan was like, I'm sorry I did this. Uh, well, also, she he knows she's from the DIS on account of... She he, saw that, he saw that memory ball. <laughs> well, yeah, but otherwise, he wouldn't have known that. And I suppose it was printed on the car, but the DIS isn't a real thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're a covert government... Oh. Otis, don't do that. <laughs> I guess if you're a covert government agency, you can just abduct children whenever you want. Are they rolling on the Patriot Act? Uh, yes. Well, this actually... It's all George Bush's fault. Well, actually, Austin should have been fine because he's a white male. Yeah. So, I don't know. It seems super illegal is all I'm trying to say. Don't snatch up kids is the lesson you should take away from this. Yeah, it's bad. Nobody likes it. Otis. <laughs> do. So, they throw Austin in the SUV. And as they're driving away, they let him crack the window to glare at Mark Rowan yeah. as they drive by. It's hot out. It's very... Pl- it's, it looks pretty cold and rainy because he's got his collar popped. Yeah. Of course, that could just be his look. <laughs> I want to look like a young, handsome Dracula. <laughs> Or a soccer hooligan. <laughs> and we get an act break for a series that has no ads. And then, Unless you're in Canada. I guess. So we cut from the cemetery to DIS headquarters where Austin's being kept in a conference room. Uh-huh. Uh, there is a lock on the door <laughs> that locks from the inside. So he's there of his own volition at this point. Wasn't even locked up until now. Yeah, fuck it. Nance comes in and locks the door. Yeah, I, for, I, why? I suppose a threatening manner, but it just looks regular. Yeah, it looks super weird and like she's going to sexually assault him or something. <laughs> and she's Matt Lauer. Um, so she... She spills a bunch of stuff off her desks that make him clean it up. Bend over, get that. <laughs> so uh, she comes in and she's... Uh, you can make this a lot easier if you start talking. Doesn't ask him a question, though. And he's yeah. like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a kid from high school. Even if you did know something, like, until she starts asking, like, 
He's like, I know lots of things. Like, like do you want to know about snowboarding? I can give you a quick t- tutorial. Yeah. If you can give me a snowboard, a pillow, and a TV real quick. <laughs> uh, and then she says, Rowan doesn't care about you. He's only using you to get information. She still hasn't asked him a single question. I don't think she ever does. Yep. She goes on to talk about some technology his dad was working on. He's like, she accuses him of having it. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, the DIS needs it because we can, we're the only ones capable of using it. Yeah, we got to go in the internet and poke around. <laughs> and again, Austin's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And for the most part, that's not necessarily a lie. Yeah, she makes an angry face. And then she's, she leaves. She's so grumpy. Uh, she she warns him this isn't going to go well. And then unlocks the door, leaves it unlocks, unlocked, and fucking leaves. Yeah. Hey, Nance, you didn't ask him any questions. That's why he's not talking. <laughs> what, what do you want to know? What's you my are favorite bad at this. Is... You, <laughs> if you're going to abduct a child, you should at least have some questions lined up. Yeah. Listen to Sky. He's abducted plenty of children. <laughs> and I've learned all the things I needed to learn. <laughs> uh, so we cut back to the internet. Uh, the kids are still fighting binomes. And somehow not making any headway. A lot more skiffs have shown up, to be fair. Yeah. But they can still just fucking fly away <laughs> and not you know, do this anymore. Well, the, like I said uh, while we were watching it, they probably just wanted to punch things. Yeah. They knew it was going to be easy. It it was until Parker fucks up. Oh yeah, Parker gets his little quadradisc shot and yells crash landing as he lands. As you will. Yeah, so the others have to go save him because he's worthless. Uh Tamara does a pretty neat thing where she like hops off of her glider and it slices a bunch <laughs> of them in half. Hops off her goblin go- glider. That's right. And she lands in a superhero pose. I feel like you could just yell the thing again and it would remake. Uh, yeah, because he does it a minute and it, it happens. Yeah, cool. So Vera's like, hey guys, stop fucking around and do the thing. And, they're like, and they explain that there's a lot more than what they were thinking. There's like 50 of them or something. So Vera's like, well, I'll call Austin. Even though she could drive the codex from there, no yeah. problem. I bet she could probably copy and paste and then there'd be like six codex. They don't even need to because we know later that they can use one codex and... and kill a bunch of stuff true but if you had more it would be even more efficient. that is true they should have a fleet why not one for each of them so she and does her pigeon neck thing and austin's phone gets an alert with the guardian symbol which would in reality mean nothing other than maybe it's this video game that these kids play yeah like a notification it, it could just be a push notification from the stupid game but rowan's very defensive about it he's standing in the i don't know computer lab where it was filmed yeah and Nance comes up to him, and he uh, flat out says, that kid doesn't know anything. She's like, well, you have his phone. I want to see his phone. It's just that the building they're in feels so small. <laughs> it, it does. It could just be the weirdly tight filming. Yeah, the angles are way... Which, it's probably um, <clears throat> them trying to keep things out of the shot, because, you know, there's probably a Pepsi machine, like, right <laughs> over there or something. Probably. Uh, Rowan says that he looked at the phone and there's nothing on it, and Nance doesn't believe him and demands the phone. As she should, I mean, if she's gonna do her job. Yeah, but Ted shows up, he's got a tablet that says that the Guardian Code's active, and Aust- or, uh, Rowan Mark says, 
well, that proves that uh, Austin's not part of it because he's here and not in the internet. She's like, maybe. And, and walks if, away with If time. they had looked closer, there was only three codes, not four. Yeah. So fucking... <laughs> so, uh, Rowan bursts into the room that wasn't locked and throws Austin his phone. He's like, hey, get out. Leave now. It's like, I can just do that? I'm not under arrest? I feel like that's illegal if I flee the scene. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Rowan says, yeah, we'll do it before Nance changes her mind. She didn't confirm that he can leave at all. <laughs> so... Sky, you don't you haven't worked with Nance as long as old Mark Rowan has. He understands the subtleties of her body language. Oh, is that right? Yeah. It's very important because she doesn't use any other language. Austin's like, You're not gonna betray me or my mom, right? He's like, nah, probably not. No, he says that she said that he wasn't even into oh, right. his mom and he didn't care about Austin or Judy. And Mark Rowan says, You know that's not true. <laughs> and then that's enough for austin because he knows it's not true well he also has to go into the internet and blow some stuff up or whatever i guess so so the kids are still just on the one thing and not using their fly imagings and then tam tam's like here's what's gonna happen i'm gonna hyperlink up to the codex and then come rescue you is that a great plan already i'm already gonna do it despite vera being able to just fly that next to them and then jump in yeah she also doesn't wait for anybody else to agree to it which i like uh, she knows they're idiots. That's true. But it doesn't work because she doesn't have enough power. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. C- plot stuff. Yeah, that's the only reason. She does do some neat lightsaber stuff where she sh- blocks shots with her swords, though. Meanwhile, Austin's already there. Uh, he flies in on his, his zip board. And then he uses his time-stopping thing. What does he call it? Blink. Okay, that's what I thought. Something stupid. Yep. So the the kids all hop on their fly imagings, which are which they could have done at any time. And then Austin hops on his board and murders a bunch of them to blow off a little bit of steam and Which uh, makes sense. Yep. And one shot <laughs> blows up that whole skiff. Yeah, he shoots it like in the bridge and it starts <laughs> blowing and shooting fire every yeah. which way. And then it crashes into a different one and he takes out two with one shot. Uh so the kids make it to the codex. And then they, uh, they arm the cannons, and they fly about and blow the rest of them up. So somehow, this leads to all of the people involved in the scam getting arrested? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, the DIS does dispatch some ships there, and uh, Austin makes the call that they can leave because they're there to... I guess he doesn't want to get captured again. Yeah, and the DIS usually cleans up the mess and then takes credit, so yeah, they'll finish it off, I guess. Which is exactly what they do. That is true. Luckily, they learned their lesson from the first time around, and Tam Tam had the presence of mind to hold on to the thing. <laughs> she put it in her pocket or something while they were fighting. Yeah. So she holds out the ball, and she's like, look, I have more memories for you. From your dad. From your dead dad, who's not dead. You know him? I do know Remember him. him from earlier? So they fly away. And <sighs> then we're in room Zira. Vera is working on decoding the thing, and the kids are watching the news. Like kids will do. And the lady on the news says that there is a huge, elaborate identity theft ring. It's been taken down. And was it like 60-something people were arrested? 300 arrests in a dozen cities. I don't feel like enough time has passed for that to have happened. Well, Sky, you just put out a few phone calls. Really get things going. <sighs> DIS was there. I guess. Austin gets a phone call from his mom. Uh, good news, she's not being charged the $26,000. 
for 52 computers. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Vera continues unlocking the uh, the marble. It's got more memories. And Asuka's like, hooray! See, Mom, I told you it'd work out. Now I have to go. Please don't call again. Yeah, I have to watch a video of my dead dad, but not dead dad's memories. <laughs> and that's exactly what they do. Yeah, so they, they, they gather around the old internet <laughs> box. And they watch uh, from uh, Dad. I, what was his real name? Adam? Adam. From Adam's perspective as he's in the internet. And they're like, oh, fuck, he was in the internet. Yeah. Hey, this was his technology. How about that? And uh, Vera notices that he was investigating dark code. And then some shit starts to happen. Yeah, it looks kind of like that scene from Legend of Zelda Orcarina of Time when you first go back to... Uh, uh, the village at the base of Death Mountain when it's the Shadow Temple because like a, a a string of evil just kind of wanders around and grabs him and then his helmet cracks. For those of us who don't know what Sky's talking about, it's just snakes of Dark Code. <laughs> yep. Adam narrates that the Dark Code breached his suit and his helmet's cracked. Uh, and then he says, this may be my last rec-, and then he dies or something. Yeah, and so that's the, that's the end of end it. End of that memory. Not, those little balls don't have much storage. I guess not. Even though we've got, you know, micro SD cards that can hold up to like 64 gigabytes. Right. Uh, Parker says he thinks the dark code invaded Austin's dad's brain and pushed out his memories, which are the spheres. Yep. That makes sense. And then... How could it be anything else? Then the dark code piloting uh, Adam Carter used the bioconstructor to create to create uh the extra body <laughs> and then faked his death yes and then he disappeared or does Vera say that weeks before that recording he printed a he body printed a body and faked his own death yes it doesn't make sense no none of it makes sense uh and then austin says why wouldn't he have told me about this it's because he fucking faked his death you don't leave loose ends as someone who's faked his death lots of time, Sky knows. <laughs> That's right. But they do decide that the dark code did take over his brain. Yeah. He got a He's got computer evil computer brain. And Tam Tam's like, completely? And Austin says, No, I saw I looked in his eyes. He's he got recognized like, me. He's got like some Darth Vader shit going on. <laughs> Trey has nothing to say. But then Austin has a single tear roll down, roll down his his cheek, and it is kind of believable. If they hadn't cut away uh, between that tear rolling and uh, you know him him being sad or whatever, yeah, I do buy it from the actor. He's doing a decent job selling it, uh, and he vows to save his dead, exploded dad, who's not dead or exploded. He only well, has, part of his dad exploded. He only has like twenty minutes left to save his fucking half exploded dad. <laughs> yep. And that that that's the end. Sure is. No megabyte this time around. I wonder if he'll be back in the next one, or if it's all going to be sorcerer stuff. There's literally only 22 minutes left, and that's not enough time to wrap everything up. <laughs> well, I looked at the IMBD, and they only counted, uh, or they counted all of this as one season. Do they? Yeah, on the IMBD. I don't. Netflix definitely has it broken up into two, but who knows what's going on? I mean. It would make sense because the season break was didn't make a single lick of sense. Yeah, so it was just halfway. Yeah, but in any event, that's it. 
for now. Yeah, for now. I was like, it, when, next week is that's it. Yeah. So, Jake. What? What was the most turtle-rific part? Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and say that we were right from the beginning. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I've known for a while, that was what I found out on IMTB. They listed, uh, the guy. <laughs> that was the Wikipedia. Uh, no, it was the IMDb. Oh, that was the one who, they were the one who listed, uh, the guy who plays the sorcerer as the sorcerer slash Adam Carter. And oh. So I was just like, well, son of a biscuits. I was just trying to look up who these kids were. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined the ending for me. So I've known for several weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, hasn't taken away from the enjoyment of the show, for sure. <laughs> it was pretty obvious. Yeah, we, I mean, we called it long before I even accidentally found out. I think that was the first thing we said when we saw the character. <laughs> yeah. What do you think is Turtlerific, Sky? Uh, that Judy doesn't have to pay $26,000 after that all. That is Turtlerific. I mean... As someone who has had multiple <laughs> uh, attempts at their credit card or whatever... And I, in fact, did not purchase a, an Italian surfboard in France. Um, is that a thing that happened? Sure is. Um, <laughs> I know how annoying that is and how great it is when you don't have to end or you end up not having to pay for somebody else's shit. As someone who weaseled out of a thousands of dollars worth of tolls today. It was only 1,000. <laughs> That's so many tolls. It was. I saw the pages with them listed. It was so many. <laughs> Well, I had an iPass. Why would I fucking pay them? I already paid for them. I I understand. Uh, who is the most likable or effective character? <sighs> Oof. Um, gosh. Tamara was pretty, you know, for the most part, she got things done on that boat. <laughs> Let's give it to her. Okay. Yeah. I do love it when she stabs things to death. You love it when anyone stabs things to death. I just like swords. I'm aware. Uh, I think I'm going to give it to Mr. Rowan. Mock. Even though he betrayed the kid for no reason at all, with no like lead up to it. And then he also well, let him just leave. I don't think he betrayed him. I think, because Nance was like, listen, you're out of here if you don't help me. And so it was, he, it was all he could do. I guess. Because he did warn austin not to say anything stupid yeah in a very inconspicuous way like grabbing him by the lapels and yelling in his face so jake what was the your pop culture palate cleanse it's been two whole days yep i watched at least one episode of and at least only one episode of bar rescue uh, (laughs) because it's at my mom's house and she gets that channel so we watched that um, but not a whole lot else has happened since then. I've been yeah. blocking a play with some children, so I go to work, and then I go to play, play practice, and then I come home and then block the next day's stuff on paper so I can go <laughs> do it. But we finished that, so now we can actually start running it and acting, and it, and that's good. So that's what I've been doing, Sky. Nice. How about you? Uh, well, we recorded on Sunday. Yesterday, I had work from... uh, It's currently Tuesday. Yeah, I had work from 4 till 12.30, and I kind of slept in that morning trying to recover from stupid fucking daylight savings. Oh, man. Boy, do people love that in their little small talk throughout the day. Yep. Oh, man. I sure am feeling that hour. But I've come to really appreciate small talk. If you can pinpoint what the thing is people want to talk about that day, (laughs) because then it gives you something to say, because I... I courier things around the school district uh, for part of the day, 
and uh-huh. see a lot of people for just a little brief window. So it's not like anyone that I'm like, you know, I'm not going to give them my life story because I only <laughs> see them for for seconds a day. But I can go, oh, that hour. Yep. Hot out. I think that's the most grown up mature thing about me <laughs> is that I've learned to appreciate small talk. <laughs> Meanwhile, I can't be bothered. That's because you're a prick. <laughs> An officious prick. Uh, what else? Oh, I, I restarted my game of Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. And I was going to play it straight and not uh, transfer in Pokemon to cheat. And then I was like, fuck it. I can do what I want. You've been so transferring doing Pokemon into cheat since I've known you. Well, when I first play around, my first playthrough, I play it honest. And I accrue a team based on what I come across. But... uh this time around, she's like, you know, fuck it. So I have a bunch of Pokemon that don't belong there that uh, are helping me murder everyone who comes into my path. Because they're already at a high level of well, stuff? I made them level appropriate for to where I oh. was at. So they're, you know, gaining levels, sort of, honestly. When you used a trade Pokemon, it actually gains more experience points. So they are ah. uh, growing up faster than they normally would. But also, fuck it. I'm going to play what I want. So my team has a uh, has a haunted sword, like a, a swamp monster. Is there a Pokemon that's a haunted sword? Yeah, ah. it evolves into two haunted swords. How many Pokemons are there now? Eight hundred and something. That's too many. Um, the children were asking me about um, Pokemon and which ones which, and uh, what I would pick. And I was like, if we keep it to the first hundred and fifty one, then I'm. I, I know what's going on, but other than that, I think they're just like... Do you want me to put a team together for you? No, I don't impress care. the kids? No. I'm gonna anyway. I don't even, I've already, they've already are impressed by me. <laughs> well, Pokemon Gen 8 got announced, Jake, and it's called Gallard, and it's based off of uh, Britain. I don't know what any of that means. Is that the sword and shield one? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's set in uh, a fictitious England. That was what the children were asking me of those three new ones, which one ah. I pick, and I picked a sad seal. <laughs> I believe its name is Sobble. Uh, that sounds about right. They were they were excited. Yeah. I don't really care for any of those starters, but I'm probably going to pick the bunny. I mean, he's a fire rabbit. That's pretty yeah. neat. I hope that he becomes like a cool type at the end, because usually as they grow up, they gain an extra type. <clears throat> uh, so I'm hoping for like fire electric. That would be pretty rad. But just more than like just like the Guardians guns. That's right. Electricity fire. That's right. But uh, but I'm very excited for that, actually, because even though it's going to be literally the same game I've played a million times before, there's going to be different Pokemons in there. Yeah, there can be a sad seal. (laughs) What? uh, When's that? When's that a thing? November. Oh, that's a long time from now. Yep. So I have to avoid spoilers for a very long time. Is it out like in Japan? Is that? I honestly do not know. What spoilers are there in a Pokemon game? Uh, what, like the final evolutions and gameplay stuff. Oh, you want to find that out there, on your own? Yeah. Oh, there okay. are, like, uh, plot lines and such. Ultimately, they don't really mean anything to the game. I, I see. Uh, but, you know, I usually try to stay ignorant, I guess. Yeah, technically. I'm very excited. I'm hoping, because it's set in England, that there's some sort of quirky Pokemon. Cause I would I really love a giant eared Pokemon that's a dog. I bet they eat fish and chips. <laughs> well, the girl trainer is definitely Scottish or something. So she's haggis. She's Scots. Uh, and if the because it's coming out for the Switch, so they could potentially give all of these Pokemon 
like voices instead of just sounds. Uh-huh. And if Pokemon or Nintendo or whoever, if you program in all a, like a Welsh accent into a, or a <laughs> an English accent or a Cockney, whatever, anything from that region, if you, if you program <laughs> these Pokemon saying their names in that accent, I will pay up to double. How does how does Pikachu go in his, his Scottish accent? I don't know, it's but I would love Pikachu. I would love to find out. Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys and Pikachu. <laughs> or something. Something I got. I'll work on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll workshop some stuff with the kids. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, that will probably do it for this week. You always say probably. You're never sure. I want you to be brave, Sky. I want you to. No, if you commit to, to nothing, assertive. then you uh, can't be yelled at. Yeah, whatever. You learned that in customer service. <laughs> I worked retail for a long time, Jake. I worked in a restaurant for commit just to as nothing. long. Yeah, but if you're like, I could probably get you, or I could go get you some pickles. You know that there are pickles, or there's no pickles. It doesn't matter to them. <laughs> yeah, but if I have, if I say to somebody, I'll order that for tomorrow, and I it should be in. It'll probably be in by this time. Then when it's not there, I was like, well, I told you probably. Keep oh, the expectations well, yeah, you, low. Of course you do that. Yeah, you commit to nothing. You uh, just continue. <laughs> I just wanted you to be brave on our podcast, but I fucking guess not, you fucking coward. <laughs> you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. I am at Sandwich Surplus on the Twitters and all of the social medias. How often do you have to edit me calling you a coward out of the podcast? <laughs> not as often as you'd think. <laughs> I'm a Midwest love affair. And thank you guys very much for listening. Oh, if you wanted to like rate or review, that'd be rad on whatever platform you do that. Yeah, you should do that. Otherwise, we're just wasting our fucking lives here. We'd be wasting them anyway, but... Um, it's more obvious. <laughs> yeah, when you guys aren't paying attention. <laughs> or are paying attention. I yeah. don't know. Uh, so we only got one more of these to go, and then we're going to take a short hiatus, and then we'll be back with something uh, special. Yeah, our short hiatus is where we end up just watching awful movies for way too long <laughs> i've got a couple of great movies for you jacob we're gonna you get to pick one <laughs> no, choose wisely idiot uh did you you saw the poll that i sent you earlier right uh yeah i i mean i want i want to see that movie because i want to see the train wreck but i also don't want to see that uh, I, dark phoenix is what we're talking yeah about. i assumed that you were the one vote that said no uh, no, I didn't even see it till it was done. I don't know when you put it up. <laughs> I had it up for three days. I missed it. I don't know. I don't spend as much time on Twitter as you'd assume, I guess. I guess. Thank you guys very much for listening. We'll talk to you <laughs> I got a book time. I actually want to read. That's the problem. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Stay frosty. Hey, you said it with confidence this time. Yeah, like I told you to, dumb. <laughs>